0: is in Spain. It's in Catalonia. And uh, it's an interesting place because Catalonia is um, what Texas is to the US, Catalonia is to Spain. It's kind of like they think they're independent, but they're not actually independent. Um, But while I was there and um, and my classmates, we had uh, one of our assignments, we had had to design a training center for the castellers, which um, is basically human towers. And uh, so most of Spain is famous for bullfighting, but Catalonia, and particularly Barcelona, uh, they have uh, the Castellers, the human towers. So uh, one of my classmates and I, we um, got in contact with a local team, and uh, we we wanted to ask them questions about what kind of space they needed, you know, we were supposed to design this training center, and, um, we needed to know, like, how tall the building needed to be, how big it was, how many people, and so this team invited us to, um, come out and see them practice, and, uh, that turned into an invitation to be a part of the Castell. that's what this is called, and, um, so, like, two young college kids would, we said yes, and, um, So we went out to their training center, and uh, in Barcelona they speak a language called Catalan, which is uh, part Spanish, part French, and I knew a little bit of Spanish, uh, no French, and no Catalan. So um, my classmate was fluent in Spanish, so he could communicate well, but I could not. Uh, So we did a training session, they basically showed us the ropes, on how to be the base, which is called the piña, uh, and they decided to call me neck because I have a thick neck. <laughs> um, so, uh, so we did this training session, and, uh, in the process, we learned the, uh, basic structure of the castel. So, like I said, uh, they put us in the piña, which is, which is on the bottom, and, uh, so the next level up is called the Four. And then next up is uh, Menilius, And that's actually kind of optional. Um, well, you'll see later on that uh, it depends on how big the tower is. Because you can have, um, basically what they have is a 3x9 or a 4x9. So the trunk, which is the longest or, or tallest part of the tower, is where you'd have either four people basically around each other, or three people, sometimes it's two. And then the palm de dal is the top. And that's usually little kids, so they're the lightest weight. And um, most of the men are on the pina or the floor, and then the trunk is either young men or women, and then the children on, on, the, on the top. So, um, so we did this training session, and then the next weekend, they asked us to compete with them. And so here we are, it's me and my classmate, and they gave us uh, a t-shirt, that's their team color, team logo, and essentially what these teams do is they get together in public squares and they build castels against each other and they um, compete. And uh, so... Um, it was a very thrilling experience, but it was also very um, unique. So uh, basically, let me just explain what it's like to be in the piña. So uh, to do that, I'm going to uh, need a physical demonstration, so I, I had to uh, ask Cody to come up and be my volunteer. Do <laughs> <So. laughs> you want me? No. Just stand, stand right here. Oh. So uh, when you're in the piña... Your job is to, to generate as much force as possible towards the middle. So imagine the center of the tower is in this direction. So, so we're all facing that way. And so to do that, you have to get really close with the person in front of you. And so what I'm also wearing, I'm wearing what's called a fascia, which is a cloth belt. It's wrapped around me. And so um, you get really close to people, right? So, like, your chest has to go into their back, and I'm going to grab the fascia of the person in front of Cody, and I'm going to pull them into me, all right? So imagine, it's like a bear hug from behind, but it's like... It's very warm. I, yeah, I'm sure you smelled it, too. Thanks. So but it's very intimate, but it, at the same time, you're generating a lot of force. So thank you, Cody. All right. <laughs> so, when you're in the your, when you're in the Pina, that is your job. You you and then at the same time, you are the platform for the rest of the tower. So as you can see in that middle photo, everyone else who gets to the tower has to climb on top of you. And so, um, which I kind of learned that the hard way. But uh, so people are. Just walking all over you, essentially. Uh, But at the same time, you are pressed up against um, strangers. So, um, I've got a video to show you. And we need to actually switch out laptops really quick. But we'll show you how it works. So just give us one second. I'm, I'm actually in this tower right here. This is four years ago. So most of the crowd's in the shade. I'm in the, the sun, but I'm on the hot here. As that's assembled, once that tops out, uh, it disassembles in the same way. Basically, each level um, slides down until you're done. So, um, let's uh, look at 1 Corinthians 12. I'm going to start in uh, verse 12. The body is a unit, though it is made up of many parts, and though all its parts are many, they form one body. So it is with Christ. We were all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slave or free. We were all given the one spirit to drink. Now the body is not made up of one part, but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not a hand, I do not belong to the body, it would not for that reason cease to be part of the body. And if the ear should say, because I am not an eye, I do not belong to the body, it would not, for that reason, cease to be part of the body. If the whole body were an eye, where would the sense of hearing be? If the whole body were an ear, where would the sense of smell be? But in fact, God has arranged the parts in the body, every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. On the contrary, those parts of the body that seem to be weaker are indispensable. And the parts that we think are less honorable, we treat with special honor. And the parts that are unpresentable are treated with special modesty. While our presentable parts need no special treatment. But God has combined the members of the body and given greater honor to the parts that lacked it, so that there should be no division in the body, but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. So, we've been going through a series. This is called, This is Your Church, This is My Church. And... One thing that we need to that I want to stress today is the importance of meeting each other as we build God's kingdom. So like the Castellers build a human tower, we are building God's kingdom. And each of us has a role to play in this church. Some people uh, are good at singing and are on worship team. Some people are good at speaking and can preach and can do communion and can do Offering, Some people are great with kids and and are doing kids' classes. Some people uh, know how to connect with the community and can connect with organizations like Habitat for Humanity or a local food drive or something like that. Each person has a role to play and together, as a church, it's important that we function as a unit. Each role is vital. This is something that uh, stuck out to me with the Castillas, that even though I was on the bottom, my role affected the entire cast So, unfortunately, sometimes things don't go according to plan. So. So one thing that they told me when, when you're in the pina, part of your job is to always keep your head down, because unfortunately, sometimes the tower it will fall. And if someone lands on you when you're looking up at the tower, you're gonna to stab your neck, which is not a good thing to do. Uh, so, in one particular memory, I have, so my classmate and I were building a castell on this particular day, and he was in a different line, so he was close to me, but we weren't, um, we weren't in the same area. And so, I'm pressed up against people I don't know, and there's, there's really... If you've been in a mosh pit, it's kind of like that. It's just very tight with people. Um, and you can't really move your body. You can move your arms, but you can't really move anything else. And I keep, I'm keeping my head down. And uh, because of that, I can't really see what's going on above me. And so when you're in the pina, you kind of have to take cues from the crowd or from the band Like, if you're about to top out, the band will start playing. If you top out, the crowd applauds. So then you know, okay, we did it. And we're disassembling, kind of thing. Excuse me. So in this particular moment, uh, the crowd wasn't really doing anything. And uh, just imagine, like, feeling the pressure, right? I'm squeezing people, they're pressing into me. And then all of a sudden... I just felt this big, like... This big, like... It's like a a bubble burst. And I was like, that's weird. That's not normal. And so, uh, space was created between people around me. And I look up, which I shouldn't have done, but I looked up, and I see this wall of people just falling towards me. So, in that moment, you don't have much time to react. So um, I got one hand up, but I basically caught a woman's leg with my shoulder and my neck. And she was okay, and I was okay. Um, I have a thick neck, so I think that's (laughs) uh, that's how it worked. But um, it was kind of a terrifying moment, Um, and uh, it hurt as well. But uh, one thing that I, that I realized after the fact was that uh, part of the role of the piña is also kind of the safety net for the people above you because I was the only thing between them and cobblestone streets. Uh, so even though it was painful, uh, it was important that I be there. So, uh, in the same way, I think it's I think it's important that we recognize sometimes when we're building God's kingdom, it's going to be there's going to be challenges and there's going to be uh, conflicts that we're going to have with each other. It's important that we work together as one body with many parts. But let's be honest, it can be really annoying. I can be very annoying. I can be very prideful. I can be very selfish you can be very annoying, you can be very prideful, you can be very selfish. Um, Some of us are hard to live with. Some of us are, um, we don't have the best social skills, we're kind of hard to talk to, we're a little awkward. Sometimes we smell. Um, But nonetheless, uh, it's important to look at how Scripture views the relationships we need to have with one another. So Ephesians 2, or excuse me, Ephesians 4, verse 2. Be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. And skipping down to verse 15. Speak the truth in love. We will in all things grow up into him who is the head. That is Christ. For him the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. And then also I'll reference Ecclesiastes four twelve. The one may be overpowered, but two can defend themselves. A quarter three strands is not quickly broken. So uh, one thing that that I thought about when the tower collapsed uh, in my head, I was like, okay, um, how did that happen? You know, which column failed? Which person was the weak link? You know, in, in my mind, I kind of went to that judgmental place where I was trying to find out, you know, who caused this. And what stuck stuck out to me was that the Castellers um, didn't blame anybody. They didn't point fingers. They didn't try to figure out, you know, who did what wrong. Um, they basically just collected everybody together made sure everyone was okay. We all took a break, 10, 15 minute break. And then we went back out there and built another Castel. And so I think um, that mindset is important to have when, um, when things get, do get difficult, when things do get challenging. It's important that we as a body continue to build even though we can annoy each other, even though we can frustrate each other. And so I also recognize that when I decided to join the Castellos and, and participate in this building of the um there were some very uncomfortable moments. I was not in my comfort zone. When people are pressing against you, it's very awkward. You don't know them. It's even more awkward. And they smell. People smell. And um, when people are walking on your shoulders, it's it's uncomfortable. Your shoulders aren't meant for that. And so I had bruises for days afterwards. And so some of the, the local team members had collars on their shirts. And because I was a rookie, I didn't get a collar. I just got a t-shirt. And what I learned the hard way was those collars protected your neck from um, the toenails of the people climbing on your shoulders. So... So I had these little cuts in my neck. I mean, it's basically like paper cuts, but... Uh, yeah, yes. So, uh, cut your toenails, people. Anyway, uh, So there were consequences to my decision to participate. And some of which were negative. But if I had the opportunity to do it again, I'd do it in a heartbeat. Because the sacrifices I made or worth the end result. To be part of a a, a competition like that, to be part of a body like that, where you're building a human tower. Who does that and why? But um, it's very exhilarating, and there's a strong sense of camaraderie. And it's very strange um, to be pressed against people and also feel like you're you're moving like one unit. It's kind of hard to describe. Um, but, uh, that t-shirt they gave me, uh, I got to keep. So here it is. And on the back, it says, um, a uh, piña, which in Catalan means born for the piña. And so that stuck out to me because, uh, my role was very defined when I was in the Pina and when I was part of this castel. And I really enjoyed having a defined role. Um, so I'll be honest. I'm, I'm not a skinny person. I'm not light. I never have been, never will be. So if I were to try to be the trunk or the top of the tower, it'd be a mm-hmm. a short tower Or the tower never would get built. And so physically speaking, I literally was born for the Bina. Because that's just how God made me. But um, in the same way in the church, uh, it's important to have a role. And to recognize that each person has a role. So let me ask you. What were you born for? Let's look at John 6 verse 44 it says no one can come to me this is Jesus speaking no one can come to me unless the father who sent me draws him and I will raise him up on the last day there is a reason why you're here some of you got invited some of you um, have a role some of you know you have a responsibility to the body here but it's important to recognize that each of us is needed. Each, each of us has a value here. And if you don't know your role, let me encourage you to start in the pina. Start by being here. When I, um, when I first moved here, I was not on the worship team, and I had no plans on preaching a sermon. Um, but let's say about a year and a half ago, I was talking to Carl, and I said, "Hey, bro, we need more men in the worship team." And I was like, "Well, you'd heard me sing, so I guess I got approved." <laughs> but um, it it happened organically, and so if you had told me when I first moved here that, "Oh, Nick, you're going to be on the worship team and you're going to preach a sermon one day," I'd be like, Psh, "Wrong, Nick." But um, but look at me now. Um, so I would I would encourage you as well that as you come here that um, know that you're wanted here and communicate what you think your role could be if you don't have one. One thing I when I look back on this experience um, I try to uh, put myself in their shoes, the the locals, and here I am, some young American with a thick neck, and I don't speak their language, and I have no idea what I'm doing, and they brought me in, they trained me enough to know the basics, and then they called me to participate. And it was a a profound feeling to be welcomed and be a part of a group that was so foreign to me. And in the same way, church, I think we need to call people in in the same way. They, They didn't ask me who I voted for. They didn't ask me what sports team I cheered for. They didn't ask me what kind of job I had. They didn't ask me what kind of food I liked. He just said, hey, you want to build a castel?" I'm like, sure. I'll do it. I mean, they were speaking a different language. But, you know, I it, but, uh, but I think as a church, we need to have the same mindset. So, for those of you who don't know, this is Michael Jordan, the greatest of all time. Any, uh, any LeBron fan, talk to me after. Or not the, but uh, Michael Jordan said this. Talent wins games, but teamwork and intelligence win championships. Steve Jobs, creator of the iPhone. Great things in business are never done by one person. They're done by a team of people. Helen Keller, blind and deaf, and she still learned how to speak. And I think she could read it too. Alone we can do so little, together we can do so much. Louise May Alcott, she wrote Little Women, among other novels. It takes two flints to make a fire. Margaret Mead, she's an anthropologist of the 20th century. She said, never doubt that a small group of thoughtful, committed citizens can change the world. Indeed, it's the only thing that ever has. So, let me close with this. 2 Thessalonians 2, 13 through 15. But we ought always to thank God for you, brothers and sisters loved by the Lord, because from the beginning God chose you to be saved through the sanctifying work of the Spirit and through belief in the truth. He called you to this through our gospel, that you might share in the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. So then, brothers and sisters, stand firm and hold to the teachings we pass on to you, whether by word of mouth or by letter. This is your church. This is my church. It's important that we build this together. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for this day you've given us. Thank you for um, this time to be together, to worship together, and to um, love you together, Lord. I want to lift up uh, this week as we head out into our lives, head into work, into the school, that we can continue to worship you, Lord, that we can glorify your name, and that we can be a cohesive unit together. And it's in your son's name.